This week in league, Laurie Daly confident of landing the Sharks coaching gig as they look set to recruit the entire 2016 New South Wales Origin side. Robbie Farrow books his usual seat on the scoreboard at Leichhardt for round 25 after being told he's free to explore his options in 2019. Tired of ongoing leaks, the Eels sign the greatest finger plugger in the modern game. Plus, we look ahead to all the action for round 18 of the 2018 NRL season. All that more this week in league. Welcome to episode 295 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you doing, man? Good, man. I found my twill hoodie. You found it was lost, was it? It was It was uh, misplaced. So I found it and whacked it on. You, do, do you have one of each, though, don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. They're both lost. Oh, they're both lost. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I, prob- oh. I should have washed it because it's like had eight months of being in a storage container so it smells like a mummy this is the smell is fine it's just there's dust on it yeah okay my eyes are watering like yeah. the guy from schindler's lists chopping onions yeah, yeah. so you know <laughs> <laughs> oh well that's right. Yeah, you got it back exactly um all i do is win damn straight okay uh news this week it's just a, it's once again it's a pre-origin uh origin game fluff fest uh, it big, is big lovings, you know. Uh, you know it's all. Uh, it's a big loving for Queensland now. They love Cherry Evans now. They love. It. They love the man. Um, I can tell you, it was in, his mum's fiftieth on the weekend, and um, they're up at. Uh, they're doing like a river cruise up at like up at Noosa, up yep. at Noosa River, and uh, followed by some barefoot bowls at Twanton Bowls, and uh, there's a couple of boys up there, um, a couple of old boys as well, like Dale Shearer and guys like that were there, and. Uh, the story I, I I was given was that um, apparently he goes into the Origin camp and gets and gets Munster, Billy, and Kevy. Yeah. And goes right. So this time, I'm not getting hung out to dry. <laughs> so which side do you want me on? Let's make a decision right now, and we'll train to that, and that's what we're going to do because it ain't going to be my fault because you know because you guys didn't know what to do with me. So and, and so apparently it's uh it's all sorted and uh goes from there. You know, you know? As, as a an outsider with no skin in the game, yeah, that's either untrue or he's an even bigger fuckwit than I thought he was. No, for I him mean, to go I've, in and say that, I've said it. I've I've said it like you know I've I've said it. You've paraphrased, yeah, yeah. I've paraphrased. But, but he's even, gone in there. So look, you know, he's not getting hung out dry this time. So this is then. So. What's the system that we're? But hang on, how, how did he get hung out to dry? He was, he, he, what the poor cunt doesn't know how to tackle if you're moving to the other side of the field. It's got nothing to do with defence. There's nothing wrong with his defence, and I mean, yeah, he, he was a fucking turnstile last time he played Origin. No, he wasn't. Yes, and he not, fucking and not only was. That, he, came, he came on last time they didn't have a system because like they didn't expect to go into his, uh, they didn't expect to lose Conk in the first ten minutes. It, it was such a fucking gaping hole. The Gold Coast almost built a stadium in it. Oh, go and look at the stats. Fucking, he didn't miss Fuck a tackle. Fuck your stats. He didn't miss Watch a tackle. Watch the game. He didn't miss a tackle. Not yeah. like that. He was always mad in the match in the first game, oh, too. Fuck it. People, people, you know, short memories. And, uh, but yeah, we, uh, I think we can all agree that uh, the best case scenario for the game on uh, tomorrow night is, or, or tonight, as you're listening to, to this uh, show, most probably, you listen to it on Wednesday morning, 
the uh, best case scenario, of course, is uh, Cherry to get man of the match in a losing side. How is it best case scenario? <laughs> best case scenario for me. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Look, I'm negotiating with fucking Kim Jong Il here. Apparently, apparently uh, Ben Hunt got it, went into camp pissed off. Um, oh, there you go. Well, look, he didn't sit there crying in the corner. He was actually pissed off. So I don't know. Does it still make him a cuck or does this make him a less willing one? <laughs> yeah, look, here's the thing. His whole failure was based around you know. Apparently, you put a kick in that's too deep. You tried it the next week, and you and Aiken seemed able to score a try from it. So. It's amazing what happens when you've got a fucking good winger outside, yeah. you, isn't it? M- maybe fucking you should start a. Maybe maybe Gandalf isn't the isn't the solution. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can't pass, can't chase down perfectly weighted grubbers in the in goal <laughs> for the match tying try with a kick to win the game. Yeah, so uh, you know, you I, th- know. I think Ben Hunt was just what you know. I think he was very hard done by mm. personally. Uh, great player, better bloke. Yeah, oh, great, yeah, great player, even better bloke. I, know, yeah. I, I met him a couple of years ago. Like there was like a a UFC press conference, sort of you know like press opportunity thing yep. um, over at Red Hill at the Broncos um, uh, club. And uh, yeah, they had they had like yeah Mark Hunt. Uh, I think they had Shogun, Bigfoot Silver, and then they had um they might have had some other guys there as well. I can't remember, but they had Josh McGuire, Ben Hunt, and someone else. I think it might have been Andrew McCulloch there and I bet he was he was he was a nice guy to talk to. I mean, yeah, you know, I'm not gonna yeah say I'm sure Mac is a nice guy. I didn't speak to him, but I mean, you know, I didn't have a meeting with Josh. But well, yeah. you're not a Fijian kid. Yeah. And he didn't have a jersey to hang out the bus yeah, window the impre- for you. So. The impression I got from the from the the meeting that I that I did have was that uh, you wouldn't even trust him to work the projector. Yeah. Absolute you fucking would, scumbag. You would. Oh, I would. I'm not saying he's a scumbag. I am. I'm just saying. You know, he's just. Yeah, you know, going to a third world, third world nation, and fucking make fun of the kids there. That's true. That's pretty That's fucking scumbagish thing. I forgot to do. He, did that, he did that little scavenger hunt out yeah. the window of the bus on the way past. Jesus. But yeah, yeah. Um, what else we got? Techno Viking. Called a quitter camera. Following following the steps of Ragnar Lothbrok and. <laughs> And other famous Vikings. <laughs> There's a line for the opening of the show. <laughs> Christ. Uh, um, you know, invading yeah, England. That's it. <laughs> Even though he's been playing like fucking... Get your uterus boneless fucking... <laughs> <blatant. laughs> although, uh, although he found his, he found his true techno-Viking roots in the, uh, at the end of the game on the weekend. And he's yeah. three years in Warrington. And I saw an interview with him today where he said that he is uh, going over there with the mindset that he is not coming back. He's going to play good football over there, bring success to Warrington, and he's not going over there with the whole thing like a it's a retirement package or b it's like a couple you know get redemption and come back yeah, you know, into, yeah. A, into an NRL club. I like that. I like that attitude. Hundred um, percent. You know, it, it, I, I was thinking about how I how I felt about that today. And you know, obviously the first thing was, oh, you, you feel a little bit sad for him that okay, well he's he's ended up in Super League. Yeah. Then you figure, well, hang on, you, you're still getting paid a fair whack to yeah. to play sport for a living. But con, okay, we're doing the, the pro. Yes, what you just said, yeah. con. Got to live in England. Pro. Easy. That's where Scotch is from. <laughs> Close to it. Um, con, you got to eat English food. <laughs> Pro, there's a Cheap lot of travel within Europe. Con, Brexit. 
What were you going to say? The lot of what? What was your? I was going to say there's a lot of multiculturalism now. It's not only the English food. Yeah, like they got McDonald's. Yeah, but they're kicking it all out, Pizza. aren't they? <laughs> Well, they got butter chicken. They, I mean, they invented that one. I mean, that's gonna that's gonna blow the mind of some Brexiters, isn't it? Oh, sorry, not butter chicken. The chicken tikka masala. That's it. That's gonna that's gonna blow the um, mind of some Brexiters. Yeah, kick that in. What? What? Huh? The yeah. cognitive dissonance. Yeah, and and Blake Austin, by all accounts, you know, there's all the stories of him where he was, you know, driving two hours to coach a junior team yeah, and underprivileged yeah. kids and and, yep. that, and that sort of thing. Uh, so it, I don't know what it was when he when he went to Canberra. He he was never really known as a defensive liability yeah but he also just hasn't been that good in attack you know, over the fullness of his time there yeah he had, really he had that whole year. BJ thing too like, you know where they were where he's calling what do you call him like a you know, selfish cunt or you know, something yeah well he liked to step and go back on the inside yeah. himself but you know yeah but, uh, yeah so oh, you know which is a problem when like you know lay partners your thing out there you know <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> when you're stepping back inside from the that yeah and that was at a time you know where they were coming off a period where they pretty much scored 80, 87 all, tries all, every day all of, yeah. all of Canberra's points except for the ones that Croker kicked <laughs> <laughs> so probably not the smartest thing to do yeah that's there. it and especially when you know like I, I can't speak for Rappina but you know with BJ I mean that like that guy's a fucking mug like in the in the every sense yeah, of the word, yeah, 100%. so a guy like that, you know, you know, he's the type of guy that take you know, take that the wrong way and not to be professional team first, blah blah blah, you know. So yeah, yeah, but you know, Tanner Viking gone. Um, Josh Morris going to the Sharkies, two year deal. Look, I've, <sighs> as I've said this on the show, oh, they're they're heroics to win. You know, they're heroics for New South Wales in State of Origin. Shall never be forgotten. Yeah. However. Man, they're fucking cooking it. Like, well, you know, Josh more so. The only way you would do it yeah. is if you somehow faked the death of one of them. Then use the stem cells and <laughs> organs. No, that's real death. <laughs> that's not fake death. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, true. Um, I think I'm starting to think real death might be a better option. <laughs> There'd be some busted-ass stem cells, man. Um, you fake the death of one of them. Yep. And then just sign one. Yeah, and they yeah. play every second week, so, so they you're get not, fourteen you're, day recovery. You've never been like a you've never been like a wrestling guy, but there was this uh, there, was, there was this team in the uh, tag team in the eighties called the Killer Bees, and they had like the you know these you know like yellow and black masks on, and there were plenty of times when you know because they're masks, you know one guy's knocked out and about to be defeated, the referee's looking the other way, one guy will drag the, the knocked out guy out, hide him under the ring, slip into the ring, yeah, and the same See, the same sort of thing you're saying. I mean, why have to why do in alternate weeks? Well, months. No, not even months. He's come off injured. Oh, fuck, he's blown his hamstring. Goes down the thing, gets worked on. After half time, trots out good Come as out new. again, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a miracle. Yeah, <laughs> could work. Just, you know, maybe that would have worked three years ago. Yeah, well, this is the problem. The problem is, I mean, how do you keep both of them uninjured at the same time? Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> there's every chance you, you trot the other one out for the second half as an imposter and he fucking busts his hamstring doing how do you explain the next two months? <laughs> Uh, what else? Oh, of course, oh, save the best in, in quotes that you can't see while listening um, till last with Blake Ferguson signing for the Parramatta Eels. Now, look, I will concede, oh, I, I will anticipate points that will come back at us. And yes, you know what? He is certainly a form player at the moment. And, and you know, for playing, he's you know, no doubt a great buy for the Eels. However, 
it's been our standpoint on this show for the, yep. for since day one that uh, earning a living in rugby league is uh, a privilege, not a right. That's it. And uh, that fucking grub shouldn't be anywhere near the game. Fuck your redemption stories. Fuck your everybody deserves second chances. Now, he doesn't deserve to get the electric chair for what he did, but fucking go and make a living somewhere else. Exactly. Because I guarantee you, the young lady that you sexually assaulted hasn't had her fucking second chance. She hasn't had her redemption story. Mm -hmm. She hasn't had the fucking Daily Telegraph talking about what a great bloke she is. Yeah. Who's you know that would be an done good story, for himself? <laughs> that would be an awkward story if that if that was the headline. You're like, oh damn, how <laughs> hard to get her? Like, I don't damn. know. <laughs> but yeah. yes, yes, agreed. And uh, fuck you, Blake Ferguson. And uh, and we also on the on the pending pile, the pending fuck you pile. <laughs> new manly hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Manasseh Fainu. Uh apparently I, I missed this I don't know what I was doing on Saturday, or Saturday night whenever it broke one of these nights I was, I was doing something and, I was, and there was a lot of Twitter commotion and I was like oh, I, I will have to make a, a note to get back to that one and see what the fuck it's all about totally forgot and just tried to go back you know find the news story and so apparently he's the gist of what I can understand is that he is he has um, filmed himself having relations with someone and they didn't know about it. Correct? Does that, does that sound right? Intentionally filming an intimate act without consent. Yes. Yes. Well, that's what so, I said. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, yeah. Apparently, I, I, don't know if, I don't know if the thing is if he's filmed it and they've found out he filmed it mm-hmm. or if he shared it. Yeah. And so, that's pending uh, court and everything like that and I'm assuming it will happen and uh, if he pleads guilty, flick. If he's found guilty, flick. And what was this thing that people did? The one thing I couldn't find when I was backtracking was people talking about all oh, this mental health thing and like Mormon missions and all that sort of shit. Do you know what that was? Uh, see, you know, he's, he's choosing to go off on his Mormon mission to, to avoid... Joseph Smith fucking you know? sweeps everything under the rug. Here's the thing, though. You, if you want to film yourself getting funky... Oh, and who hasn't? Let's be honest. I'm filming it right now. <laughs> Just, like, ask the question... Because right? there are no bad outcomes from asking that question, right? That's right. It, it's not like you're saying, would, would you be okay if you know I got you to stick baby corn up my urethra? You had some fucking dark fantasies, man. <laughs> no, I just, there was some frozen vegetables recalled today. So, you know, if you're into that, you don't. I was, was going to say you had Chinese last time for dinner. You don't want wisteria of the dick. <laughs> but... If they say if they say yes, cool. You know, all of a sudden you're fucking Martin Scorsese. Yeah. If they say no, put your fucking phone away. Because if you keep doing it, you you're you're a bee's dick away from Bill Cosby. And for God's sakes, stage. I mean, like, for God's yeah. sakes, fucking put some black duct tape over the red light on the camera <laughs> in your closet. <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah. My, my stance doesn't change. I don't give a fuck who people play for. Flick. Yeah. Found guilty. Yep. Flick. Do not give a fuck. And, this, and like, you know, having, having you know, this little holiday on Joseph Smith. Fuck that shit too, man. Do your, do your time. Be a fucking man. And, uh, yeah, but I think it's hilarious though. I, I did go to try and find where it was tweeted out by a journalist. And there was a lot of replies like, oh, and they got rid of Jackson Hastings for this guy. And I was thinking, well, fuck, I mean, like... 
That's pretty much exactly what... Allegedly, yeah. allegedly, a similar incident occurred whilst at St. George for Jackson Hastings, which was the incident that precipitated his departure. Well, it was a player's sister. Yeah, and he yeah. was showing was, everyone. Yeah, sister or cousin. Or yeah, it's was, a yeah, relation. Yeah, yeah. So, let's... You know, let's just fucking dial that back a little bit because it is it is potato potato. <laughs> yeah. Recaps. Short week. Friday, oh, sorry, Thursday night, uh, the Storm, 52 to feed the Dragons, 30, uh, down at the Korean Housewife, crowded just over 12,000 in attendance. And for a game that featured uh, so many players out due to state of origin commitments and or injury, mm. it promised nothing, but it delivered everything, especially for like probably 70 minutes. I mean, this was a game that was an attacking feast. Yes. And it wasn't just because... I mean, like, I'm not going to say the defence was up to the usual standard because it most absolutely was not. No. However, it wasn't like diabolical turnstile shit either. Not at all. I mean, it was it was some great attacking play on both sides. Then um, the Dragons, they, you know, they, they get their nose in front. <laughs> it looked to be like they were starting... Because, I mean, they were still fucking hitting hard and everything all the way through. All, yeah. You know, all the way to the end. And then they get their nose in the front and they're leading 30-28. And then all of a sudden it was just like... New game. <laughs> the, the rules have changed. Yeah. Flicked, flicked a fucking bunch of switches, and then the storm just went on and just fucking beast mode. I mean, like, hype train derailments all over the park. Yeah. Was that fucking Chase Blair out there? Yeah. Running, running down the left-hand side to score a try. Yeah. Doesn't fucking put any footstep. He, he basically, I guess you could say veered. Yep. Towards the post slightly. I'm talking probably 50 centimeters total trajectory change. Yes. Didn't put any on any footwork. Nah. Didn't fend. Didn't dummy. Nothing. Nah. And he, and and he left up. And somehow, despite that, despite changing his trajectory by half a meter, Dufty found him out of reach to his left when he tried to tackle him. It, <laughs> <laughs> it, Look. It's the sort of game. And as yeah. You know, as a St. George coach and, a, you know, even as a St. George fan, you'd be looking at that game and go, well, what what the fuck more? Did, did, like, they completed almost 100% in the... Or it was close to 100% in the first half. Then they came out in the second half and, and they, they stuck with Melbourne. They were always in the grind. You, they don't try for... They'll essentially try for try. You, yeah. You, you look over the stats, Right. And any other week, if if someone said to me that, okay, your team's going to come out, they're going to make four line breaks, they're going to have three errors all game, they're going to concede five penalties all game, yeah. I'd be saying, fucking thank you, that sir. You you put anyone you want in front of us. Yeah, exactly. No. Um, oh. Jesus Christ. Ultimately. The telling factor was in... The run meters, uh, and you know, with with Melbourne making the line breaks they did, and that there was a bit of stat padding right at the end. But I I think that just St George not having all of those dominant players there weren't able to really capitalise on the middle. 
uh, and and Melbourne never let them get the upper hand. So it was a, um, a fantastic game till the last fifteen. And there was some very very good tries too, like the. But yeah, that that dufty one that sticks in my mind is like, need to fucking get me Julius, Doctor Julius, Sumner Miller, and a block of fucking chocolate, and t- tell me why is it so? <laughs> How do you get that far out? I mean, it was like he was lining up on the on the fucking outside guy, like yeah, and, and with with you know, like he's definitely he's so scared of me. My my myth has grown so large that you will pass to that guy <laughs> instead of trying yeah. to beat me. With your uh, sheer lack of pace and fucking uh, excellent porn stash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, on the Twitter machine, uh, I have to put a, a tweet here for Ryan F. The Best. He said, no one listens to Ryan F. The Best. He's been saying all year how garbage the dragons are. Does anyone pay attention? No. They call me a troll. Well, look now, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hashtag dragons are piss weak. Hashtag wise Ryan F. <laughs> Jim Man Bear Pig. I'm not sure if the timeline is right, but I'm pretty sure Michael Hutchinson and David Carradine were watching Dragons games when they died. <laughs> uh, Giannis, Just for anyone that doesn't get that. Oh, come on, really? Well, you know, <laughs> who was that fucking nine-year-old kid last week? Yeah, he did tweet. Okay, that was when he joined bad. Twitter nine years ago. Oh, okay, yeah, good. That was the year he joined Twitter. Okay, well, mid-20s. So as long as you're not nine. Yeah. You know, they died with a belt around their neck. I think you said top of the bath, but I'm Yes, that's exactly the way the Dragons fans watch their footy. <laughs> that's how they league. <laughs> Frozen Mars bar up to date. Um, <laughs> Giannis underscore Mateus. Trying to think of being classy in defeat like the biggest T. Well done, Dragons. Tried hard and put in a credible performance. But fuck you, you cheating cuntish prick Smith, and stick your video to protect your hurt feelings up your jap's eye. So you do want to talk about fucking Schwinkter nougat? That is, that is Schwinkter nougat right there, <laughs> fucking Matthias. Um, interesting story uh, about uh, Cam Smith and his wife having a massive blow up in Fiji as well. Yeah, grain of grain of salt, given it was it was uh, it was widely. However. It did have a lot of added a lot of extra context to things like you know there was a falling out with his missus and Billy Slater's missus and that's why they're not yeah so cool and and then when yeah when when you think about it the the whole thing with Cronk how he did actively try and get Mitchell Pierce to the storm yeah that <laughs> that is a personal cutty move look it, it is pretty easy to put intent on shit after the fact yeah um, yeah I've got some pretty fucking good first hand experience at people coming out and having issues with a fucking <laughs> <laughs> whatever but um, you know it, all that aside his value on the football field that game yes you, just goes oh, to show yeah. the, the value of, of him as a hooker yep far more than anybody else you, you take yep. any other hooker out you know you, you can take Cook out of Souths and you know, all of those guys Luke out of the Warriors but they're not directing that team nearly as much as Cameron Smith is, they've basically got you know three halves out there. Yeah, and quite, I mean, look, look at you know, Queensland and the Origin. Mm. You know, they're feeling the, the the lack of Smith as well. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> underscore JDHD. Well, we can't win the comp now, referring to the fifty points conceded. Yes. But at least we'll always have that time Jeremy Lattimore punched Cam Smith in the dick <laughs> <laughs> forevermore. <laughs> 
Uh, Alpha Ben RL, epic game. Wow, nice to see Brody Croft come back with a bang. Smith on point. Also, Leilua was a beast for St. George. Great try. Storm just too good. Indeed. Doesn't he seem nice and humble? Yes. Compared to uh, Big Brother Blowjob. <laughs> BJ. <laughs> yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, um... Maybe if you're named after someone from The Godfather, yeah. Luciano. <laughs> Molto bene. <laughs> I know it was you, BJ. Broke my heart. Penrith, 36 to feed the Warriors for out there at um, <clears throat> Manly Stadium. Uh, 10,000, just 10,225 in attendance. Don't start naming other people's stadiums. It's our house now. We proved that. How is it your oh, house? Because we fucking raped you in there and took the deed out of your bleeding vagina. Huh? That's how. Yeah. Only like a week ago, man. Okay. Short memory. Now, the Panthers 36 came from Tries of Phillips. Luai with a double. Blake, kick out. Harawira and Naira also with Tries. Luai, five of six conversions and one of two penalty goals. Warriors, four. A solitary try to Ken Mamalo. And that's the fucking end of it. Wow, I'll tell you, that Luai, he looks pretty great. Only what? Two won't go into one, though. The chin's going to have to make way. At least I'll tell you what, though. As a Panthers fan, you got to be going, all if he did go and join his dad, it's it probably not the worst thing to that bad. <laughs> and you know what? If it happens to be at the Broncos, even better. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> I'll turn up there every week with a banner that reads, Cody Nicarima doesn't play for Penrith. <laughs> um, yeah, look, you know, Luai's a fantastic prospect. I mean, he's, he's been coming through grade for, for a long time, and anyone's been keeping an eye on the the Panthers junior grades. Yeah, and I definitely don't, so I was I was surprised. I mean you see the, the chat on Twitter. Yeah. It's like oh, oh yeah, finally yeah. and all this sort of thing and you okay and then and he comes out and explodes. He's probably fortunate in oh. that he's in one of those positions where, you know, as as a young a young prop for example <clears throat> coming in. Yep. You don't really hit your peak until you you're mid sometimes late twenties in that position. You you yep. still got the old war horses there that'll that'll teach you a thing or two. Um, the beautiful thing about how he plays a game, rugby league at the moment is is paired back to to prob- you know its more basic form of all you are trying to do is make the defence make poor decisions. Yep. And one really good way of doing that is speeding up how they make decisions. Yep. Because if you're running and you're showing the ball and you're moving it and you're plotting and you've got people around you and they're getting the ball flat-footed, defence has got a lot of time to think about what they're going to do and think about who they're going to you know, move in and, and shape up on. But the way Jerome played the, the other night, everything was just done at a million miles an hour. Yep. You know, and, and you can see some similarities. You look at the, the solo try he scored, it's almost identical to the ones Cleary was scoring yeah. early on. Yeah, it was like late last um, year or... Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. So it was that come out and cut back, you know, outside close to the posts and, and just strolling over. Um, but the beautiful thing about that is your half, having that energy, having that spark, yep. that takes the rest of them through because all of the runners, all your outside backs, all the support forwards coming through, it's ingrained in them from fucking under sixes. Yep. Run behind them. Yep. Then as you you move in 
to to more skillful play, you learn where to position yourself. Yep. And so it's all based around, well, okay, fuck, if he's going fast that way, I need up the speed that I'm going. Yep. And all of a sudden, you've got your half running hard, then you've got all the support players running hard, yep. and all of a sudden, the defence is going, what the fuck? Yep. Mix in with that. Um, James Fisher-Harris. He is the fucking beating heart and soul of that forward pack. We're also back to the stage where our bench rotation is is just as damaging, even even more so than than our starting forwards. Like you know, fucking Moses comes on, and all of a sudden he's like he's taken the fucking good juice. <laughs> yeah, it and it had some injuries and 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 you know had a, a bit of a a staggered season. But across that team, you look at the effort they put in against Manly. Yep, and there was none. Yep, there, there was no urgency. There was no, no, no drive. And that was no, the that was the in quotes good version top top team. That was like the top, the, the, the top oh, version. It, you know what I mean? Like oh, it was, was it was what was, we had available. Mm. You know, um, yeah. But there was a, it was like the origin players. Yeah, the origin gone, players you know, were there. Hundred like percent. Yeah, 100%. This, this is this is the this is this is the origin affected team. Yeah, but you look at that team that you know got flogged by Manly. It's it still had. Your, your kick outs and your Fisher Harris's and your yeah um and Naras and, yeah. and those guys. You know? Um but fucking Jesus Christ, there's gonna be some therapist in New Zealand at the moment who's done a lot of fucking work on dreams of Bill Kick out running trains on cuts. <laughs> it's just um fuck. Yeah, fucking you know? Hiku, he's pretty much fucking ended. Yeah, he's got as a, as a as a player now. I, I, I fucking like I like old Hiku. He's a good dude, but fuck, one of those games. When when, when you get hooked with ten to go, yeah, and they're throwing Jared Beal on, yeah, you're, you're in dire. <laughs> yeah, um, but it it was a good response to the performance they put in the prior week. It was yeah, a good response to the the talk in the media about oh, you know, is the the it's team in disharmony and, and the, or the, the coach and or shit like a, that. And there was a blow up with Hook and yeah. Gus and yeah. But the other thing, yeah, they're a fucking young side. Yep. And so all of a sudden now they're going, oh, okay, shit, yeah, every year we're going to have these three rounds where cunts go off to play Origin or international games yep. or, or stuff like that. It's the price of success. Uh, and, and I think they responded marvellously. Okay, uh, Shunter 86, Hiku Highway closed for roadworks after the Fijian boys ran a train through it. <laughs> <laughs> the broken chapo. It's amazing what the fear of being coached by Hasler will do to a team. Hashtag <laughs> once were Warriors. Uh, Rishay underscore Rishi. Warriors haven't been beaten up like that since Uncle Bully in Once Were Warriors. Fucking ouch. And uh, he's he's doing the undefeated team of destiny. Asterisk hashtag. Are you sure you're not <laughs> some kind of uh, uh, subcontinental Glen? <laughs> throwing that hashtag in there. Um, Fat Harry Lazy. After after William ga- gaped Hiku all night, the highlights will probably end up on Pornhub. Possibly, you know, that's something you could you could do that Photoshop. You know, they they, they happen a lot in sports. You know, when a team gets flogged or whatever, you know, it's like the fake Pornhub entry. Yes. Uh, and uh, uh, Ryan F. The best. Luai seems much better than Cleary. Don't know why they're fighting so hard to keep him. Send him to the Broncos, we all say. <laughs> Hashtag make them spooners. <laughs> the oh. Raiders, 32. It's funny. This, this round was, you know, four games split evenly down the middle. Two ridiculous fucking 
mayhem ending games yeah. and two utter capitulations. Yeah. So we move on to the second mayhem game with the Raiders 32 defeating the Doggies 28. Uh, Belmore just over 10,000 in attendance. So as it turns out, when it's not Ramadan, they don't get that many more, really. <laughs> I don't know what the capacity of Belmore was, but 10,000 is probably, probably fair. Uh, the Raiders 32 tries to Williams, Croker, Kotrick, Austin, Tarpane, and BJ Leilua. Croker, four of six conversions. The uh, Doggies 28 came from tries of Marshall King, a hat trick to Reese Martin, and uh, four of four conversions and two of two penalty goals also to Martin. What the fuck's going on with Reese Martin's neck and where is it? <laughs> He's burgled by like, fucking Daly. <laughs> fucking hell. Um, that cunt is to next what yeah. Tim Manor is to having a brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I mean, he gets on Ancestry.com and his, and his DNA is 98% glass and small. <laughs> Oof. Um, it, that was the most cold-blooded shit you ever said. Well, you know, I'm sure there was a neck there once, and, you know, there were some good times, but now he's grown up and there's no Oof. sign of it. So, um, I feel dizzy. No, I'm sure Peptide said something. <laughs> right, Miss Sue, you fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, for, for all the, you know, the, the hype of, okay, well, Cam- Canberra did an anti- a reverse Canberra. Mm-hmm. Uh, and came yeah. back from a an unwinnable position. There was just a, a twenty minute period or twenty five minute period of this game where they just they just dropped off. It, yeah. And this was similar to the Melbourne and Dragons game where it was try for try for try for the vast majority of it, and neither team yeah. really gained the ascendancy. But then all of a sudden, Canberra's just switched off. And Dogs had absolute match winning lead. Yeah. Unfucking believable. But it was this one. I find so much harder to believe because yeah, you know, the, the the game with the the dragons was it was a close game. It was a two point game, and then the storm just poured it on to finish it up. Yeah. This one, this game was fucking over. It for all intents and purposes, it was over. It wasn't Canberra with the three try lead. No, not at all. <laughs> so no one's thinking. Okay, this is going to go any other way. That's it. And uh, especially the dogs. I mean, they had you know, a lot of confidence. You know, they you know, last week. Yep, and they came out, and they, it was looking like they were going to back it up again. But it, yeah, it was things like you know Morris makes half the bust, and he's yep. down there throwing fucking Benji flick passes yep. out the back. Then you got second rowers just fucking drifting, 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 and straightening. Mm-hmm. Like the, there was just no opposition there. Yeah, um, a, a little bit of luck went Canberra's way as well. Like there was a you know there was the um, the strip call. Yep. And whether it was right or wrong, it goes the other way 50% yeah. of the time as well. So, you yeah. know, so there was a, a little bit of stuff that went Canberra's way there. Um, there's, there's still a, a mystery to me, Canberra. Like just, I wonder if this is like a curse-breaking thing and it gives, you know, it gives them some confidence. Because they're, they're not that far off the pace. They're not. That if, you know, especially when, with teams like, with Broncos being inconsistent as fuck, Warriors faltering, you know, yeah. the op- opportunities are possibly there. They've got to just keep winning. I just think Canberra's fade in a game is, is a bigger period than either of those sides. Yeah. You know, if there's, if there's one thing the Broncos will, you know, the Broncos will start well and that's what they've been doing, but they, they don't, 
fade out of games like Canberra does. They might sort of peter off towards the the end after an explosive start. But yeah, but I mean, it kind of just comes down to um, it just comes down to winning now, doesn't it? Just to, you know, winning enough games. To yeah, make the you're right. Like, not yeah. like not not head to head sort of stuff. Like uh, the the two points is two points, no matter how you get it. Mm. Yeah, that's it. All right, uh, GT351 underscore Johns. Oh, well, that was a good while it lasted. Our last 10 minutes was an error-laden shambles. Such a shame after a solid 70 minutes. We deserve better. Post-poor ball ball control in the last few sets killed us. Mm. JSJ Hogan, that loss is going to hurt for a while to come. Hashtag learn to hold the lead. Look, if it's any consolation, I mean, Canberra fans have have had had that happen probably six times this year. That's it. Yeah, conservatively. Uh, Red Bull Raiders. I feel for Bulldogs fans. We go through that type of bullshit loss on a weekly basis. Mm. And uh, the broken Chapo almost re-announced himself as a potential Gronk of the Year with his fucking carried rant. And I'm not going to go through the whole rant there. Just a tweet he sent us. He said, uh, who needs Guantanamo and other CIA dark sites to torture people when you can just make someone sit in the motherfucking cold at Belmore and tell them they're a Bulldogs fan for 80 fucking minutes? Motherfuckers will confess to anything after that. Hashtag fuck Carrot Holland. And if you, just, if, you don't follow, if you don't follow him on Twitter, just go to the Broken Chapo on Twitter and look for his probably 10-part rant on Carrot Holland <laughs> and about carrots in general. <laughs> he started to slag in the entire world of carrots. And uh, it was it was it was one of those things that's just so so enjoyable to read because you know he's a doggies fan and you get to see him come apart at the seams and it's just so enjoyable to watch. <laughs> it was obviously Carrot Walters. Well, Are yeah. there any other notable carrots? <sighs> Fuck. Now you now you you, you te- now you're testing my encyclopedic knowledge on carrots. <laughs> For me, it began. It started and finished at Kerrod Walters, and then and then yeah. Kerrod Holland's come in there. You know, uh, yeah. Man, I don't know. I'm on the spot. And I can't think of any more. Where the fuck anymore. does the name come from? I don't know. They preempted the subway guy was going to be a pedo. We go. Well, hang on. Would you go one letter to the right? <laughs> fuck. I don't know. But uh, yeah. And finally, last game for the round. Uh, Jesus Christ, it was quick. Broncos 34 defeat the Titans 0 Hope Solo, Hope Solo Coliseum a crowd of 18,005 the fuck out of here there was an entire fucking side empty get the fuck out with that 18,000 you lion ass dogs look these these big brother little brother games are usually closely fought um, a lot of emotional investment from both sides yeah. particularly from from the, the Gold Coast Titans forwards because mm. uh, you know they, they like to do the one up thing the, they won comfortably yeah, surprisingly yet comfortably uh, earlier on in the season. They ambushed them. Yep, yep. It was a big surprise, but they won easily, you know. Yes. And uh, and I think it was like the week after they got flogged by 50 by the Dragons yep. up in Toowoomba. That's it. Um, so, to you know, it's fair to say that I was, I was shocked at the application from the Titans. Uh, also, this game was a foregone conclusion, fucking... Like it was never one of these ones where twelve, it was like sixteen a, minutes in, there was no, was, there, there yeah. was no settling period or period where it was a, a, a an arm wrestle of any type. And you know, yeah, this was they they just did not turn up. And I mean, I know they're home grounds. You know, it's not really like a home. You know, but still, come on, cunts. Yeah, the Gold Coast never really got into your fan game. deserves better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the the greatest. The greatest Titans fan I know, yep. who, funnily enough, was in the Gold Coast Bulletin front and centre, scored a hole in one on a par four. Yeah. Of course, down there. 
Nice. Fucking tremendous effort. That is fucking, fucking great. Tremendous effort. Like he's the third dude. Yeah, it's some fucking history legs. of the course. You get some legs. It must be a short par four, though, right? Uh, look, I make no claims on on length. Yeah. <laughs> I just commend the achievement <laughs> and believe the legend. Um, but the the Titans. You know, you look at this season. You know, I I don't think there's been, in my memory, a bigger best game worst game variance. Yeah. Than these Titans. Yeah. You know, they've, they've got those games in them where they come out and they, they just ambushed Brisbane and and absolutely took them apart. Yeah. They've had those games where they... They've they had, like, the doggies, like, the, grind. the doggies. It, was it doggies two weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, like... You know? Yeah. Then, they, yeah, and, okay, the Dragons put 50 on them probably at the Dragons' peak of mm-hmm. this season when, when they were just an offensive rolling machine. It's still March, wasn't it? Um, it was April. Yeah. Yeah, whenever they were premiers. Yeah. Fully my, concerns, my concerns are around conditioning for the Titans. And I know they did a lot more defensive work over the, the course of the game. But after seven, eight minutes, the Titans players look noticeably yep. more fucked than the Broncos players did. And I don't know if that's something, you know, I'm reading something into that that's not there. But in all the stoppages in play, the, where the Broncos seemed to be calm and regrouping, the Titans players were hands on head and yep. pulling in the big ones. Um, you know, you'd almost hope that's what it is, because if that's what it is, it's, it's fairly easy to fix. Yeah. But Ash Taylor, the 2017 or 16, whatever fucking year it was, Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year, yeah. Yeah. Ahead of Nathan Cleary. Yeah. One of them's playing Origin. Yeah. And one of them is halving their team to zero points. You fucking <laughs> busted thing that never was. Give fucking Nathan his award back. <laughs> I took a dark turn. Uh, X-Factor Cuck said, uh, so the Titans have, re- have named the Eastern Stand the Preston Campbell Stand. I suggest we name the Southern Stand after Dave Taylor. Never turned up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Josh underscore Gunton one said, uh, fuck the Titans, the shit looks like they'll only get up for a Farrow tribute match. That's the game I was thinking of when they fucked up the... Uh, Tigers, yeah. Chrissy 6 15 to go, and the Titans fans are thrun throughing out of Hope Solo. Oh, how would you even know? I, I dare say it was Broncos fans trying to get the early train out of Rabina. Yeah. Really? I mean, it was a, it was a full conclusion, and everyone else had a buy, so short-ass week. Previews for round 18. Full round. Uh, I think we're done with all the buy stuff now. So I guess we're down with the, yeah, done with the potentially shorter episodes as well. I say that, you know, jinxing it now. We'll have to do a fucking half an hour Express episode next week or something. That's but, it. Um, yeah, we've got a full round this week anyway. Everyone back on deck and hopefully Origin Stars remain uninjured and uh, can back up for their sides. The first game we have is a Friday pub slot game. Panthers take on the Sharks out at Panthers Stadium again. So how many fucking games have you had in a row at home? Two. Where did you play last week? I can't remember last week. What happened last week? You just went on about... No, no, the one before that. That was Manly. Yeah, that was Panthers 2. This is the third one in a row. That's not a bad little stretch. Yeah. It's good. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's like, you know, like the equivalent of like a soft draw sort of thing. Well, it's good um, that we've actually got a proper home and not a fucking repurposed council dog shit park. Mate. Fucking AIDS injecting what's room the point, in What's the point of having a home ground if you can't fucking win on it? That's all I'm saying. Um, now, Panthers versus Sharks. This is a strange one because, I mean, the Panthers are noticeably weakened with the... Uh, oh, wow, they would have... Okay, so... What are they doing here? I mean, they got Maloney so and Cleary. In there. Like, I mean, I know it's the Tuesday team list, which is a, is a bullshit anyway. Louis so, and May have been named. Yeah. So They're presumably, named. if Maloney and Cleary come back, then it's it's just swapped straight over. I was under the impression that they'd be rested this week, regardless. Wow. Okay. That basically Cronulla aren't respected enough as a team, as a fucking record label, and as a motherfucking crew. Yeah, I get that. To even put our players in. Yep. You know. Um. The other thing is that now they're playing that absolute fucking petri dish of a human, Aaron Woods. The, the risk he gets another crack at, you know, injuring Nathan long term. Oh, so they want to remove that temptation. That's it. Okay. So you know the big fucking president of the Dennis Ferguson fan club mm-hmm. just couldn't wait to get his head. That's why he signed with Cronulla, actually. He looked at them and they were the other team that had a shot at playing Nathan again. Yep. So that's why he signed. Um, I'm trying to finish the job. Okay. Yeah, piece of shit. Um, DWZ out. So what's this? What's the story with this Caleb Aikens? good, Aikens? WC. Um, look, he's been coming up through grade uh, and, and just in, in the spirit of guys like Dylan Edwards before him, just just a, a bit of a live wire. Okay. You know, you, you'd forgive a young fullback on debut. It's... It's, I'd go so far as to say it is the most spotlighted position to debut at. I think so because I mean, like you, you catch them bombs. You can't, you can't hide in the halves. But yeah, you there's a lot of things where you're just absolutely exposed by yourself. That's it. That, yeah. yeah, you know, you can, you can have a, a bad game as a half, or yeah, you can be, you can be you quiet, know, or you know, whatever. It. But uh, there's another half to step up there and hopefully try and you know fill the gap yeah and as a fullback if you're out there and you're in position then it's just you there's there's one-on-one tackles to be made potentially if the rest of the system and fails there's bombs that need to be taken there's that giant thing coming down in the air and you're standing there looking at it yeah. and the whole fucking world's silent mm-hmm. waiting on you so good luck young fella um but but then you look at you know Harawa and Ira coming off the bench hopefully Hetherington doesn't fucking try and kill anyone this round <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! But uh, or his team with just fucking mistakes. Look, he he's gotten better. He didn't get Simbin. Yeah, yeah. He didn't get Simbin this week. Um, threw a fantastic forward pass that the Warriors fucking Twitter account <laughs> <laughs> absolutely refs faulted at. Um, but Cronulla are a, a, a big experience pack, you know, and and relatively unchanged and uh, relatively unaffected. That's it. So they they started their last run with a win over Penrith, mm-hmm. uh, and I think they'll believe that they can really get up and get the job done. I think they can. Okay, and uh, yeah, they get Graham back too, which is definitely a boost for them. Yeah, look, it's hard to say. I mean, like if if, if Maloney and Cleary arrested. Then I'm like, fuck yeah, go the little... Oh, is he the Luai show again? Yeah. Fucking run a train all over fucking Moylan. <laughs> <laughs> but, look, and yeah, look, I'm still going to say Penrith at home. Even though they got smashed at Manly. They've still won every other game at home this season. Mm. And that's not, you know, that's not something to be scoffed at. So, uh, just home ground advantage alone. 
And I think they're, I just think they're better. They just feel like a better side than the Sharks. I mean, I know the Sharks have been, they've crept up the ladder and the, they've got their wins and everything, but I'm still just... the Sharks have invented this Panthers rivalry. Yeah, I saw an article about that. They're like they're the ones spruiking it up. Well, it's sick. It yeah. And what's it what's it based on? It's back. It's because we got Wade and we got Luke. Oh. Well, you know, I'd, we got Matt. I, I don't think Seguiaro was was a happy camper when he left. Yeah, okay. I was. I, I don't think you know. While Moylan wasn't, yeah, happy with the situation. I'm not sure he left on terrible terms. Yeah, you know, I mean, there was no problems with Luke, Luke Lewis. And Wade. Luke Lewis owes his second premiership to Gus. He was ready to retire. Yeah, and Gus said to him, "You're not ready to retire. You just yeah. need to be somewhere fresh." Yeah. Um, you know, Wade. If anything, you'd, you'd say Wade was probably blooded a bit too soon. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a young kid and yep. Yep. whatever, but, um, you know, if that's what the Sharks need as motivation, yeah, good for them. Whatever gets them up. Yeah, that's it. If they're not strong enough within themselves as a club and a group that they need to make up external rivalries. Yep. You know, reclaim Australia, motherfuckers. Knights take on the Eels in the uh, late Friday game up at Newcastle. The Eels, uh, look, you know, they need they need to win, but they're having so many injuries at the <sighs> moment. They've had uh, they put Michael Jennings back into the into the centre, so there's a lot of liability for you because that guy's fully cooked. Um, He's ready for Cronulla. <laughs> I so. and I mean, he does qualify as being an expanded player, so yeah, I guess you're right. Um, okay, so Pong is out still, obviously. Uh, so we get Nicholas Meany coming in at fullback. Uh, Mitchell Pearce returns. And uh, G- and and also at the expense of Jack Cogger, so that is fucking huge. Um, Danny Levy goes back to the hooking role after Slade Griffin got. I don't even, I don't even know. Uh, you know, pretty much amputated, and he, uh, he centaured himself. Now their fucking yeah, legs, their knees yep, go the wrong way. Yep. Yep. Gross. He flamingoed. <laughs> <laughs> flamingoed himself. Um. Oh, it's just at a just at a zoo recently. Saw a, saw like a flamingo. Like yeah, a fucking or you know, stalk or some shit. Like and it was like sitting like with the the knees on the ground and the other legs just straight along the ground, like actually on the ground. Yeah. I mean, it takes a second. You just look at it and you go, "How the fuck does that work? <laughs> what are you doing, you dumb fucking bird?" <laughs> like, can you can you imagine though how bad it would be if animals were cunts? Oh, like, so, yeah, some of them are. No, oh, many of them are. No. Cassowaries, yeah. they're cunts. Ibis are fucking bin rats, but you know. Yeah, they're but, not cunts though. They're just, they're just, they're just low down, dirty fucking hobo, <laughs> hobo wildlife. But that's the thing. You're sitting down with your knee there and your leg straight out. Yeah. Some other fucking stork just walks just over and just kicks you in the shin. <laughs> like, <it's> just... <laughs> yeah, um, what are we talking about? Football, yes. Okay, um, the eels. Uh, hey, someone else is out for the season this week, wasn't it? Was it Manu Mao? Mm. He's gone too. So fuck me. Um, look, the Eels—they they need the wins. I mean, every every loss pushes them closer to the spoon again, and uh, and they're genuinely in a position to avoid it. They really are. However, and and uh, someone tweets about this as well, saying, "Yeah, they're in a position where they can get JT out of, out, out the back door That's with a spoon in his final thing." You know. Yep. But um, but the Knights with the, I mean, the one thing they've been missing as they've as they've been sliding after their excellent start of the season has been the steady management of Mitchell Pearce. Yeah, uh, he was the one that that was the catalyst for their success early in the season. Yep. And I just have a feeling that the the way they react to him coming back into the side 
we'll uh, get things moving forward again mm. in the, in the right direction. Yep. And uh, you look at the two above the Knights. They've got the Titans above them and the Tigers above them yep. on the ladder. Yep. And you'd think on paper, on their day, mm-hmm. they're as good, if not better, than both those teams. Yep. And in fact, I mean, like, yeah. I don't know what, I can't remember what happened with the Titans. They played the Titans, but I mean, they beat the Tigers. Then you look under them, they were manly or a threat. Because the same yeah. thing, you think on their day. On their day, yeah. Manly, yeah, so. Yeah, but I don't think they're, I don't think they're worried about their ladder position right now. I mean, the Eels are the ones where they've got to yeah. look at their ladder position. And uh, look, I'm going to, I'm going to put faith in uh, Mitchell Pierce, which is a ridiculous thing to do. But I think Mitchell Pierce back at the Knights is just the thing they need at club level, motivational, uh, you know, and like mentally. Yep. And I think that uh, given they're they're against an opponent who has re- really they've got nothing to play for except you know except pride. Yeah. And I mean, if you're wearing the if you're wearing a Parramatta jersey, I mean, how much pride do you really fucking have in the first place? That's true. <laughs> Bulldogs take on the Rabbits. 3 p.m. Saturday at ANZ. Look, it doesn't matter what the Bulldogs do. Oh, Clemmer's coming back. Great. That's an alpha Clemmer then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. You know, the, the lack of Inglis in South, yeah, it, he's, he's, a great, he's a great player. But, I mean, Hunt's been there uh, yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah, you know, in the first grade lineup. He knows what to do. Um, honestly, South, are just, they're sailing at the moment. And I don't think a game against the lowly Bulldogs is going to be the one that trips them up. Two weeks ago, I would have agreed with you 100% that this is just south by how many. Yep. There's been, you know, that game they played against the Cowboys. Yeah, still got it done, though. They did get it done. And it was like an away game, too, I mean, because they played it up in Cairns. The catalyst for that game, that game turning out how it did, was there were some fucking dropsies back in the Burgi. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And... And South success has been built on those cunts learning how to hold the ball. Do you think with a with a, an extra week off and everything like that, that's that it's, might be something they could refocus on and turn around? Hold the ball. Don't drop it. Hey, yeah. they dropped it last year. They've been holding it this that's year true. for the most part. Yeah, that's true. So, so, so um, it's not like it can't be done. Mm. Yeah, no, I think South will do it, but uh, I'd, I'd like to see them really tighten up those errors from the last couple of weeks. Yep. Okay, Mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Melbourne Storm at Brookie uh, Saturday afternoon, five thirty p.m. Uh, the Manly side, not uh, no changes from from last the last game. However, because um, you can't have any changes because you're no more fucking yeah. players. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh look, we put twenty two players out this week just to say fuck you. This is all of them. <laughs> we got we got players to burn. We'll put twenty two on the Tuesday list. Uh, now once again, Tom Wright not in the first grade side, which is an absolute crock of fucking shit. Uh, however. As far as I, it is my understanding that as of Tuesday evening, he hasn't been named in any grade. So perhaps there might be a bit of ducks and drakes going on there, and maybe he might get in at some other stage. Um, I noticed in the 18. What the fuck does that mean? Is it because ducks and drakes look similar and you don't know which is which? I don't fucking know. It's just a fucking cliche, man. So just say smoke and mirrors then. Well, you can say smoke and mirrors. You can say smoke and mirrors too. It sounds like a fucking Miss Marple episode. Fucking ducks and drakes. <laughs> uh, what's a Miss Marple? Um, George Tafua in eighteen too. So I don't know how close he is. I mean, it's, it's like you know, I guess you know why would you name him in the eighteen? You know, if he wasn't just about ready to go, yeah. I don't know. But uh, Storm, they uh, well, they get their Origin guys back. It's obviously a big uh, a big thing for them. But we fucked them up with the Origin guys last time, so that's no problem. Mm. And uh, 
at home, and this is the this is the game that the rather than the earlier in the season game, this is the game that they're ordaining as like the the tenth anniversary of the two thousand eight grand final, yeah, you know, okay. game as well. So with all those, yeah, you know, so hopefully hopefully they get you know get some of the old boys around and uh, and fucking uh, do it do it for them, but don't get fucking Watmo around. Do Fuck any, of, any of those old boys welcome to the club? All of them except for Watmo, I reckon. Yeah, but they no, don't want to go. Brett Stewart's in Melbourne now, so he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be. Brett going. Stewart don't want to go. Glenn Stewart don't no. want to go. Oh, Glenn Stewart. Glenn Stewart go. He was all right. He's on all right terms. Cat-Eye doesn't want to go. Fucking hates him. He well, he doesn't. He he just. I think he just doesn't give a fuck about footy. He's no, just I like, think he hates like, Manly. He's just like I'm done. He's like I'm fucking out. Oh, Eddie. Yeah. He doesn't. Even, he, as, as far as I know, he doesn't even associate like with the, the his other ones. He's just he's he's got all his money. He's like fucking live the quiet life and yeah. Get the fuck it. out, which is which is the way to be if you're an ex-player. Instead of being a, a, fucking, a fucking idiot dialer quote like fucking Watmo, yeah. Mason, and these dumb cunts. Um, but you know, so hopefully they you know they get some of the guys that back like you know like Wangman and fucking yeah, Beaver will be there for sure. Martin um, Martin Bryant, he'll Mark Bryant, he'll be there. Yep, he's because he sort of is the guy that's like the convener of the the Golden Eagles, like the old boys sort of yeah. thing they've got going on. So uh, uh, should Melbourne. be a good day if you're down there, manly by fucking how many? Open by a million. And uh, just and just embarrassing for Melbourne too, uh, much like it was on October fifth, two thousand and eight. <laughs> the Raiders take on the Cowboys in Canberra. Well, yes. Origin guys back for the Cowboys, and uh, yeah. that being Cooper and Hess. <sighs> the Cowboys played. They, you know, it was it was a fortnight ago, but they they played. They played well against South, and they they did. You know, well South had them in that game, and then they took it back. Yes, and and then South managed to to, to you know just get it back themselves right at, the end. at yeah. the end. Raiders, on the other hand, wrapping her back. That's huge. Yes. Kotrick at fullback. I think Kotrick at fullback is a great fucking move. Yeah, I mean, he's he's run backs. And return, yeah, yeah they're, they're fantastic. That's as it. long as he, as long as he, as long as he stays safe under the high ball, and I've never really seen him have any issues. He, no, he could do some damage running it back from you know from the center of the field. Yeah, you know from, from That's the, it. so from the middle, you know. So, um, it, oh, a lot of confidence from that comeback last week. Cowboys not traveling great in Canberra at a time when it does matter. Canberra in Canberra is a thing. Look, I don't want to. I do not want to tip the Raiders because those motherfuckers will burn you every time. Yeah, I know. However, I know. If not this game, then when? Well, honestly, could 2018 see Gallon become the losingest loser, and Thurston get the fucking spoon? What a delightful, <laughs> a delightful year that would be. I would just fucking Yellowstone Park all over. Canberra. I'm tipping Canberra. <laughs> you would Yellowstone all over Canberra. <laughs> Thank you for the part you played. Broncos versus Warriors, Suncorp. Uh, two o'clock Sunday game. Should be a huge crowd. Let's face it, they're not going on Wednesday night. Mm. So uh, this for their one footy outing of the week. It's a Sunday game in the afternoon. Is this going to be one where can you go on the field afterwards or something? Stadium will be nice and clean after being fucking swept completely. Nicely, yep, yep. Um... No one's retiring. Oh, yeah, they got old mate. Fucking what's his face retiring? Haven't they? Sammy. Yeah. 
This should be. They should have made this one like a, the Sam the Sam Thiday game when you can go on the, on the field afterwards. You know, they, they do that like when Petro retired and when Lockyer retired. Yeah, that's it. But uh, yeah, because they don't get they don't get that many Sunday games. Yeah, true. So it's a perfect time for it. But uh, I haven't heard anything about it. Uh, look, their Origin reps are back. Um, you know, not that it was uh, as big an issue, I think, for them this year as it has been. The Warriors, okay, so Mamalo's gone injured, uh, so Beal's on the wing. Look, I, this is this is a very telling game for both of these sides because they're neck and neck on the ladder. Yep. Uh, a win for both is huge. Yep. They give themselves a little bit of breathing space and I guess a, ten- a chance to get out of that sudden death pool uh, yeah. in the finals. Yep. Uh, Warriors, uh, sorry, Broncos uh, at home. Broncos uh, still continuing with the, the excellent fast starts. Uh, Warriors and could the, be halfway to mentally fucked. Look, here's the thing though. You you know the Penrith game last week. The Warriors started incredibly well. Yeah. And and Penrith just weathered the storm. Mm-hmm. I I haven't seen the Broncos really, and they've been, they've come out very far. You're 100 percent right. But I haven't seen them handle somebody that's come at them yeah. fast. Yep. This is this is going to be a big response game for the Warriors. Yep. You know? uh, I, I, I go on fucking endlessly about how I hate seeing cunts happy after a loss. You watched the the Penrith game last week, and after it, you saw they'd had an interview with um, Sean Johnson. Yep. And he was fucking Dark. gutted. Excellent. You know, say what you want about the kid. And so what you want about the an absolute fucking waste of talent and career where he could have played under a decent coach for a decent club. Yep. But he was fucking like his soul had been pulled out of him. Yep. yep. And not in a good way. Um after that game. So uh I I think he'll be looking to go out and make a point. Excellent. So on that basis are you tipping Warriors? Or are you still tipping Brisbane? Fuck. Yeah, Warriors. Okay, the Dragons take on the Tigers Jubilee Sunday afternoon. The Dragons, they get their origin guys all back, provided they're all good. Do the Tigers get their origin players back? Well, their 2000, <laughs> the 2014 origin players. No, sorry, Reynolds isn't playing again. Um, <laughs> but Robbie is. There's a bright side. Benji's back, though. Oh, there we are. And... Uh, the other WZ's out as well, so that brings Noffa back. I don't know if that's a potato, potato, literally, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's <is> potato, potato, <laughs> dead, <laughs> dead even. <laughs> they sit on the scale the exact same way. Oh my god! Um, Madalino's back for those guys, which is uh, which is big, and uh, and and anything with garlic sauce replacing anything, anything that pushes uh, a player the likes of Chris McQueen out of the side is, is a very good thing. Fucking poor old Lola here. Not even named in the 21. Well, he's got to fuck off to England, don't he? Exactly. Yeah. You know? Fucking that you know, poor guy pulled pulled over. Yep, Tedesco's going. You can have the one. Yeah. The one's yours. Yep. Gets it for a bit. Gets shunted down to Reggie's Injured. for a bit. Comes Reggie's. back. Fucking Gonski. hell. It's, uh, it's, it's been a whirlwind. Where's Tigers? Where's your loyalty to your players? Well... None. Or maybe maybe you can come back in two years like Benji and Robbie. That's it. All's forgiven. <laughs> yeah, all's forgiven. Uh, look, I think the Dragons will be absolutely disgusted in the last 15 minutes of that game versus the Storm. Yep. Particularly by, you know, they were an origin weakened side. However, they hung with that and they, they got themselves into a winning position in that game. Yeah. 
in a you know and they were and they were they were playing hard up until that point when it all just got too easy. So I think they'll learn a lot from getting pumped like that. And um I don't think West Tigers are the team that's uh gonna capitalise on any I mean they're they're at home. I there's just I just can't see any way unless unless all those origin guys are injured. Yeah. I can't, I can't. I cannot see that being the case, and I think that the the dragons will uh, probably run wild because this is the thing. The frustrating thing about the tigers is, sure they couldn't score points at the start of the season, but they didn't have to because they'd score ten, and the other guys and they, just they, defend they, out. They constrict teams to eight. Yeah, it, it was St George two thousand and ten. Yeah, that they were playing, but that style. But now, I mean, even that even that defensive steal has left them. So, you know, if they don't want to make me, if you know. And, and who's you don't want to be Tigers in decline. Fucking prove me wrong. Who who was a young the Dragons' young half? Was that that um, Nichols kid last week? Yeah, he, he was shown up pretty poorly a couple of times in defence. Yes, you know, uh, Melbourne are smart enough that they went, oh, okay, so he's going to do that. We'll just keep running at him. Um, and why are and, they doing this? This uh, this Nightingale starting on the wing man interchange or man not starting on the wing Nightingale off the bench thing I mean it's Barrett-esque <sighs> sorry Nighty I mean it's time fantastic clubman oh yeah but you know they're just, it's just like they're trying if, if they're dead serious about winning the premiership this year you've got to make the tough call sometimes and sure it's like seven weeks sooner or whatever than you would have liked to yeah here's the thing though you know What's the salary cap standing if a player retires mid-season? Not for a... Not for medical Not reasons, for medical. Though. But if it oh, is now, like, if Nightingale just comes out and goes, I don't have any man anymore. I think it would it'd be it would come down to... It would be a negotiation, wouldn't it, with the club? Like, whether you're going to pay him out the lot or whether you're going to... And I think that would... Whether, the amount of that would be the amount that would affect the cap, yeah? Yeah, okay, fair enough. I honestly, I don't know for sure. Yeah, interesting. Just speculation. Because, you know, um, you, Peter Wallace did it. Yeah. Season Peter Wallace yeah. has come out and gone. No, I'm dusted. Yeah, so, yeah, yep. dragons by plenty. Yes, Titans versus the Roosters. I <laughs> hope solo. Oh, okay, so Copley's gone for the rest of the season, he's done his hamstring. Yeah, Connie gets back into first grade. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how it's been such a so hard for him to do that to get in first grade. Yeah, yeah, it's um. When you got like your Brenko Lees and so on in the mm. side. Mm. Even your Copley's. I mean, Copley's not that fucking great either. Copley's a worker. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's got he's got a, a couple of good Bronco revenge games in him a season. Yeah. Well, um, an arrow back, which is huge because they're pretty much the Titans team. Yep. Um, yeah, in, in conjunction with... Um, Ryan James. Ryan James, of yeah. course, but he was, he was poor the other day too. You talk about a fucking decline... And at the risk of his fucking mum going nuts at me. Dropped a bundle. He just dropped a bundle. It, yeah, or Pete's. You know? Yeah. It, yeah, the... One from, one origin game where he was the shit. Yeah. Next where he did nothing. And realistically, though, if you think back to that origin game where yeah. he was, inverted commas, the shit. Yeah. Rewatch that game. Yeah. Maloney's in dummy half for fucking 60% of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, you know, the... Yeah, the... There's something at the Titans where the heart's not there. I don't know if it's the coach or the players or whatever. They got rid of Hayne. Um But yeah, the I, I can't see the Roosters losing this match at all. Yep. Same. Uh, 
Yeah, they're not. It's, it seems like they're going to be resting cords, and that's probably not a bad idea because I do suspect he's more injured than yeah than we know, and that yes. he's letting on. Um, but yeah, there's no uh, there's no reason why if the Roosters were to lose this game, embarrassing, embarrassing. And you know, just, you know, hopefully all the Origin guys get back okay. But I think even without them, I think the Roosters would have plenty to way too much. Yeah. Okay, hitting the mailbag, uh, Lynn Shields said, I uh, was listening to the latest app really loudly in my car, got pulled over for an RBT. I was madly trying to turn it down and the copper said, no, that's okay. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> Anytime B Hunt is being discussed as risky. P.S. I passed. Hashtag stressful. This RBT on Wednesday morning thing. I said, I was, I'm sure I've mentioned it in the past. Is on t- when, I, when we're going out the back of fucking, like out your manto fucking yep. back of Ipswich way to get the, the puppy. Yep. Wednesday, 10 o'clock on Wednesday morning at Yamanto, a fucking full-on, one of those semi-trailer RBTs where they'll test you and everything, mm-hmm. and blood test you and everything. 10.30 on a Wednesday morning. Yeah. What's fucking happening on Tuesday nights around around the place? Isn't it just like two-for-one schnitties or something? I mean, what's the, what's is, the, what's is the big it? drinking What's the big drinking occasion well, on thought, Tuesday night? I thought two-for-one Tuesdays went across everything. Oh, okay. So you're saying there's a lot of drink specials. So you go two for ones. It's just two for one Tuesdays. I'm not a heavy drinker outside. So you go in and you get like two schnitties, two parts. And two jugs. And two jugs. Yeah, okay. And it's the same as a schnitty and a jug. Yeah, okay. But Lynn, what you've got to fucking remember is that the law enforcement community are big fans of the show. That's why you passed. Exactly. You know? That's why he said, no, it's okay. Yeah. Because he's like, okay, it's like the secret password. Well, you know, he, you, you probably didn't see it. Yeah. But you're lucky he had a silencer because he's put down his trusty canine friend <laughs> because he thought he was going to sniff your car. <laughs> That's how protected you are. <laughs> so shout out to everyone in law enforcement, yep. especially those in uh, northern New South Wales, flying the flag. Yeah. Even though you support the fucking wrong state. And when and and uh, and when you get your membership packs as well, there's like there's actually like a car, like a white a white vinyl sticker on clear background, you know, for mm, like a window. That's so it. You put that on there. Just make sure you maybe you put it on the on the driver's side or something, so as a cop is walking down the car to, to come to your window, you can see that. Correct. Fucking all good. That's it. Flying red V man said episode two ninety four return of the cuckold. I guess was that the return of the you know we we, we sprinkle it in. We use it whenever we want to use it. Yeah, that's it. Except that one time we were consciously just fucking sweat. It was like a, it was like old mate at the end of flying high trying to land the fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> Tried not to say it. Giannis Mateus, no Panthers fan can ever run at the Dragons for the GST sign with any credibility when some unimaginative cunt has a sign at the game which reads perfect Panthers. So P-U-R, couple of R's, F-E-C-T, Panthers. I guess that's what you get from a substandard Western suburbs education standards. Well... Fucking sphincter nougat. You're trying to really push that one through, We aren't fucking you? can run at you. <laughs> because here's the association. Panthers are cats. Cats purr. Cats purr. And it's a you know, funny pun, the spelling of perfect. So yep. there's association. Yeah. St. George. 
had no part Fucking in the implementation. No cunt likes them. Okay, they're the GST. Um, they're, you know, an, a necessary part of our taxation system that not many people understand, but yet still accept. Okay, banner makes sense. But they don't add an extra 10% to the season because they're usually fucking out before the finals. Exactly. So that doesn't make any sense. Well, may- maybe that's it. Maybe what the fans, St. George fans hope they get is like paying everything and then the team claims back the GST. <laughs> so they're just 10% short every fucking year. <laughs> Fuck out of here with your GST banner. <laughs> that's it. Just the fucking worst. I... Blackwell, you're the only one that can do. You're the you're the, you, you need to get. You're in. We see you with the scarf every every Dragons game in the Dragons army. Of, if that's what it's called on the hill, you need to go and tap that guy on the shoulder and say, "Listen, mate, just just imagine. It's enough. Just imagine he took your fucking chest. Wasn't great in two thousand. Wasn't you know still barely topical by two thousand and four. Can you smoke at Jubilee? No, I don't know on the hill. Probably not. You know, you can't really smoke anywhere anymore, can you? In like spaces oh, like that. Okay. Well, just pretend you smoke. Take a lighter and set the flag on fire. Yeah. Simple. The Biddles won. Said, uh, "Is it just me, or is Kickow a taller, thicker version of Benji, but with a shittier haircut?" Fucking bite your mouth. This shit is fucking incredible, though. Look at that. That is fucking amazing. He looks like two brothers. They grew up together. Best friends. I would Benji gets, gets a scholarship and goes to university while his brother Bill starts slinging rocks and spends some time in the pen. <laughs> that's I would, what it looks like. I would say that's racial yeah, profiling <laughs> that's, right there. That's that's what it looks like. He looks like he's got more of a thousand... Look, we're looking at... We're looking, you guys can't see. We're looking at a photo of him side by side that uh, the Biddles won centers. He's got a thousand yard stare of a dude that's seen more shit than that guy on the left. He's look at him. He's still got life. There's fucking sparkle in Benji's eyes still. Kick out. He's seen men die. Yeah. Maybe even caused it. But you know what? <laughs> it's not that he's seen men die. Yeah. He's seen them look at him and wonder why them. <laughs> but that's a very good. We haven't we haven't had the look-alike thing for a very long time. I mean, since the since the the all-time champion Wanda Sykes and Felix Cafusi. Um but that that is an excellent excellent one. And you know, not just not just one this week, but two from MKH Comic. And what I'll do, I'll make sure when I put the episode out in the morning, I'll, I'll retweet these as well, so you've got them there on the timeline to look at them. He said, "I'm not sure if this comparison has been made, but Blake Austin and Rickety Cricket has has, has Blake Austin and Rickety Cricket ever been seen in the same place? So it's Rickety Cricket from Always Sunny. Jeez, Apart yeah. from the burns, fucking identical. Well, isn't that fu- like there's even like the shadow yeah, on it? Yeah, oh, yeah. fucking Christ! It's just it's too good. It's too good. I mean, because the whole techno Viking thing, you know, came from obviously the techno Viking, yeah. you know, meme, you know, whatever." But it's, it's, it's fucking good. I'll give you credit, man. It's good. I'll tell you what, there's some fucking nostalgia potential in some old memes. Yeah. Like, there's that fucking many these days. Yeah. You know? Techn- we could we could take him back. Yeah, maybe. You know? What's Chocolate Rain doing these days? <laughs> Isn't that cunt homeless? No, no. He, he made fucking... No, he wasn't homeless. He made mad bank off that. He was, he was like, he was, yeah, I know, but wouldn't he? He was like Urkel. He he was, it, no, no, he was like, uh, he's like Urkel. He was like middle class. Like, he was all right. Fuck, okay. Yeah. 
my meme history's off. <laughs> You're thinking of Wesley Willis. <laughs> he was homeless. <laughs> Man. Uh, rock over London. Rock <laughs> under <laughs> Wheaties. Breakfast of champions. Uh, Cattle Dog Blue. Thinking about how we can make league a bit more exciting. After seeing the seven tackle option and the opportunities it creates, why not consider making every set seven tackles? More tries, better game to watch. No, 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 Except 25 no, tackles no, can be eight. No. no, 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 no. You know the the first the the first thing that I would I would dispute is that we need to make league more exciting. Correct. I think the game. So I think the game's plenty good enough as it is at the moment. Sure, there's little things you can tweak in here here and there, but seven tackles every set. If every set seven tackles, does that mean you get a zero tackle if you if they knock the ball on and you pick it up on their thirty? And you're, set, eight, yeah. and, 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 you're, and you're hammering them seven tackles from like 30 metres out. You've got to remember, rugby league used to be unlimited tackles. Yeah, yeah. You know, until you fucked up. Yeah, and it was basically, basically like, it was just barge forward, like yeah. forward, like rolling um, balls, like union. With play the balls. If, if you look over the, the highlights of any given season, mm-hmm. you know, I would say offense to defense highlights is 60-40. Like, there's some big yeah. tries, and yep. especially these days where you get the big acrobatic finishes. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit more on you know? the side of the offense. Um, but I'll tell you what, if I could watch some great tries or some big hits, yep. I'd have a tough time choosing between the two. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, look, you know, love for the game, and, and I get... Um, yeah, I hope what you're saying is that you want to be able to expand the thing to your audiences. Um, who tweeted us last week about the Wolfpack's game day experience? I forget. I'm sorry. I, I, yeah, I can't remember who it was. So I'm sorry if I'm not crediting you. I think that's that's what you need to do is that off-the-field stuff. Yeah, yeah. Instead of changing anything on the field. Like the Wolfpack, uh, if, you know, retweet that tomorrow as well. The Wolfpack do that thing on their game day where they've got they basically open it up. I know their stadium deals are a lot different yeah. over there and they yeah. don't have all the, the other shit, but they open up, people can come in, they're selling craft beers and they're, okay. you know, food stalls yep. and yep. there's bands and DJs and okay. the the interview, the, well, the reporter's talking about, you know, yeah, good, and he gets in yep. and they've got a clothing store yep. right there. And then the game finishes. He comes over and he goes, you know what, I've just found out, the beer garden stays open for another two hours. Nice. You know, so yep. it is a big, like, game day yeah. thing and because the players are low profile enough over there they can mingle and they all hang out in yeah. the beer garden after yeah. the games you yeah. know? so I think that's that's your, your path not the, the rules um, Jared underscore Hunt hey boys what are your thoughts on the clock being stopped every time the ball is out with five minutes to go does it give teams behind a big advantage probably does in a way I mean I, you know I wouldn't be against them I know people are all like, oh, fucking game's too slow. We don't want to become like NFL. You know, it's everything's we don't want to become like NFL. Yeah. You know, you know, fucking woe, woe betide the sport that turns into a multi-billion dollar <laughs> enterprise with fucking viewership yeah. around the world. That's it. But I do think, yeah, I, I, I would prefer either to not stop it or stop it every time. And have a shot clock on whatever they're doing, whatever the stoppage is for. You know what I mean? Because they do that. They have the shot clock on on the goals. They have the shot clock on you know packing the scrums and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. 
Yeah, look, I see that. I've got to say, I, I really don't have a strong opinion either way. Yeah. You know, whatever the rule is, teams are going to find a way to use it to their advantage in mm-hmm. certain situations. Yep. You know, you get the the play at the teams like the Storm at the moment that are fucking experts in what to do at the tail end of a game. And you know, what's wrong with a team um, who do have like a great, you know, great game manager mm. and he, you know, finds touch with four minutes left because he knows it's going to take 30 seconds off the clock. Yep. 100%. You know, yeah, and, and try and run the clock down. I don't, I don't see a problem with that. So, yeah. Uh, Twill Magician said, uh, there's no Marvel superhero around this year or was the kit man lost after the finger snap? Well, there was a Marvel superhero around this year, and you're in England, so you should fucking know all about it, because in the Super League, they had a Marvel round this year. And let me tell you, those jerseys were so terrible that they made fucking Bulldogs jerseys, Bulldogs Nines jerseys, look like collectible fucking masterpieces of art. Wow. They were, like, it's it's not like we're going to do, like, a Daredevil suit, so let's try and make it look like Daredevil's costume in the context of a jersey. It's like... We're going to do a Spider-Man. You know how the Spider-Man suits. Like, was it Knights that had it? Like, it looked fucking awesome, like Spider-Man yeah. suit. Yeah. Spider-Man suit, England version, is just like, we're just going to get a jersey and a stick fucking picture of Spider-Man, like, on it. <laughs> like, it's, they look fucking terrible. Like, yeah. some of the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. But here, okay, here's the thing, though. Yeah. You, you, do you see a bunch of kids walking around with fucking pictures of superheroes on their T-shirts? Yes. Great. So they're probably fucking aimed at them. Yeah, you know, yeah. maybe, but yeah, they just—they look fucking shit, though. Man, this is the thing. You got a fucking PhD, apply a hated degree. <laughs> That's true, though. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. The haters arrived. <laughs> I wish you the very worst life has offered. <laughs> you and only <laughs> all the bad things that happened to you and only you. <laughs> um. Oh. Yeah, again, I don't have an opinion either way. Yeah. <laughs> Travel back through time to call you a cracker. Um, Josh underscore Gunton won. Weekly reminder that the Cowboys are one Parramatta win away from sending JT out with his second career wooden spoon. Hashtag go. JT ain't shit. Hashtag fuck Cowboys. I replied to him and said, well, what's the better What's what's the better outcome? Like the Cowboys to get the spoon or the, or the Eels to get the spoon again? <laughs> I'll put it out there to people. What's the what's the better outcome for you? The eels again? That's the one I personally favour. But you know, there is a charm to JT going out with a spoon, I'm not gonna lie. There is. But I think for JT to get the spoon there's too much collateral damage. You know? I got nothing against Morgan. Yeah. Okay. Matt Scott seems like a fucking you know, stalwart of the game. Yep. Yeah, Tom Lilo, I'll fucking watch him play footy till the day I die. Yep, it's true. Yeah, Lachlan Coote. Fucking Penrith Junior. I don't really want to see them get the spoon. Yeah. Fuck Parramatta and all of them. Yeah, it's true. Even Gutho. I like you, Fuck Gutho. You made your bed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you actually manly made the bed and jammed you in it and tucked you in super tight and made you fucking... <laughs> fucking big fish in little pond wanting to be, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Alex underscore day underscore. He was there at the meetup. Uh, and, uh, in, in Brisbane at Fritzenberger and, <laughs> and ingested a fucking massive dollop of fucking Blair's Mega Death Sauce. With the world's <laughs> fucking greatest Revsvold scarf. <laughs> With the Revsvold scarf. The Revsvold scarf for ants. Reforward passes. What shits me is the NRL stubbornly refused to consider innovating to prevent howler calls like the one that robbed fans of another gallon loss. Mm. Can we not even entertain the thought of putting sensors in the footy to accurately rule on this? Thoughts? 
Hundred percent, it's doable. If that's if if if, if that's what it took to to be completely accurate and everything, fuck yeah. Hundred percent, it's doable. Yep. Um, look, it 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 gets the thing of you know you, you tennis is a good example. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be right or do you want to be fast? Yeah. What's more important? Because these days, you can't have both. We're still playing a game that was a fucking. But well, tennis is still pretty fast. Yeah, tennis is. But you look at tennis now. When it's still the thing compared the, the to tennis fifties and everything, you know. No, yeah, but look at you, look at you, McEnroe eras. Yeah, you know. Well, I don't. When he was, I don't think it was the initial call. It was slow. Like it was fucking yeah. Johnny arguing the point to death but, for fifteen minutes. But to that, yeah. But to yeah. that was though. You know, there was still that thing of they can be wrong, and that's why yeah. I used to blow up. Yeah. Yeah. These days, it's oh, all yeah, it's all fucking on video. He's full of shit though. Yeah. He did that to throw to, to throw his opponents off their roll. You know, <laughs> and take a mental advantage. Yeah, 100%. And, he was, and he was and he was the fucking god of it. You know, um, yeah. but yeah, when the the product is continually innovating on TV, because mm-hmm. TV stations, you know, you see all the fucking audience, the numbers for Origin, like three less people watched it in fucking some town somewhere. So it's fucking panic stations. Yep. And now everyone that lives in that town's been invited to a focus group about you know why they didn't watch the football. Yep. They're going to keep innovating. The mm-hmm. vision you're getting is going to keep getting better. Yep. The capacity for people. I can get on my phone and I can freeze frame almost every fucking second of a try. Yep. I am my own bunker. Yep. Yeah. Um, un- until the NRL gets a step ahead of that again, they're always going to have these blow-ups. Yep. So. Um, had a, this and apologies. I didn't get to this last week. Um, because if I don't if I don't write something down, I'll fucking forget about it. And I didn't write down. But um, Adam sent us a a message on Facebook. Said, uh, "Hey Nate and Jay, love your work, boys. Look forward to podcasts every week." There's an idea of how to bring more games to the NRL without any any length of the season. And he sent a word document over that's um quite in depth in terms of um you know like financial and, and all that sort of thing. And basically, for the purpose of discussion, I'm just going to boil it down to the the essence of what he was saying. To add more games to the season without any length was to essentially do what Supercoach does and have a Tard Cup that runs parallel to the final series mm-hmm. featuring the eight teams that don't finish in the eight. So then there's another... So so you basically, on finals days, you've got double the games because you've also got games between, I guess, 15 and 16 and, you know... I what, swear you know, we discussed sort of this last week. We did off... T- we did off off my arcade, yeah, yeah cool. because okay. because I was talking about bringing yeah bringing it up and I forgot to gotcha um, okay so now gotcha. so now we're talking about gotcha. it again for real okay good <laughs> and um, look I know you know I can speak from a super coach perspective it's it's great to keep your interest I, I think yeah. undoubtedly it would be yeah. fantastic to keep fans of teams that aren't participating in the finals to keep them interested yep what are you playing for you know there has to be something what. I don't know. On grand final day, you've got this final between the the teams from eight through sixteen. Or sorry, nine through sixteen. What are they? They they just win money, or is it a plate like they did in the in, yeah. the, in like the nine or in the seventh? Yeah, no, hundred percent. I don't know, but um, I'm interested for other people to to hear us back with thoughts on uh, what you think about something like that. Correct. It doesn't add to the length of the season. All teams would aspire to be playing in the in the last four weeks of the competition, uh, you know, during the final series anyway. Yep. So I don't think that arguments could be made from your mates at the RLPA that you know about player burnout and that because 
fucked as you know at the start of the season they'd all hope to be doing it anyway. Oh, they'd make the argument. Yeah, oh, they, 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 they I know because not right. making the argument would require them being able to count and behave like fucking rational human beings. Yeah, that's right. So, so. Um, yeah, look, it, I, in in principle, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. Yep. Um, I, I think it, it would boost attendance through some of the finals games that don't draw as well, especially if you, especially the the rounds where they're. They're shoehorning teams that aren't in the market, so it's got to be okay. Sydney Capital City Grand, you yeah, know, like, like yeah, the yeah. major stadium Grand Final for Sydney. And if it's like Canberra versus you know Cowboys or something, that's yeah, it ain't yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, so look, you know, I think you know, you know, I, is, I don't, I don't mind it as an is idea. Is that the time? And yeah, you know, fuck, I'm just spitballing here, but is is that the time where you say, well, okay, we've got the finals going on in Australia at the moment. Mm-hmm. What's happening with American sport at that time of year? What's happening in September, October? Yeah, NFL's just kicked off. So it's just kicked first, off. First month. You know, you, you're, pretty much, okay. you're pretty much in the first month. You know, is there... So do they play Saturday, Sunday? Thursday? I think, I think they got Thursday. got a Thursday night game, I think. And they've what got, I'm getting at is... They've you got take, Sundays you take, and Mondays. Uh, Monday take the Monday teams that haven't made the finals. Yeah. You know, and put on a fucking nines competition or a did or that. Yeah, okay. That's when you do the American yeah. stuff. Yeah, okay. You know? Yep. Um, for, probably for would struggle exposure. against... Yeah, probably would struggle against the... I would imagine that the first uh, month or whatever of every season is probably the most widely interesting to the fan base because everyone's team's still got a shot. Yeah, but you're not going up against it. You'd, yeah. you'd find some way Yeah. to go, you know... Alongside it, yeah, okay. Like you know, what what do they do before the NFL games? Drink and barbecue out in the car park. Exactly. Play in a car park. Fucking <laughs> rugby league. No head. No helmets. No pads. On bitch. No grass. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, I think your friends in the RLPA would have something to say about that. <laughs> Fuck them. Your last um, name is Pederas. You deserve everything. Fucking comes your way. <laughs> Beer boy one eight two, uh, and this and he is the the just the first of very many. Like death and taxes. Aussie Blackwell getting screen time <laughs> with the rest of all the, and apparently his first shot, like first shot of the crowd in the game. Yeah, was yeah, he's in there. So yeah. uh, it was amazing. And it was and for for everyone who who tweeted us saying, oh, who's that with the scar? It's Aussie Blackwell on Twitter. And uh, he, pretty much every Dragons home game and, and enough of the away games, you're going to see him there with the scarf. He reps every week. Yeah. Um, Beer Boy, for him, on his own part, uh, sent us a photo of he was wearing his hoodie. And he said, I just saw Madge McGuire in uh, Maroubra Beach Pie Shop uh, wearing my hoodie. I think he was staring at it, trying to figure out if the silhouette on the logo was his old El Capitan. And uh, but more, more to that point. Cool, not tourist, because, I mean, he fucking lives at Maroubra. I had my um, my uncle sent yep. me a, a Facebook message. That, that and I'm showing you now, is the photo of the Dragon Storm full match replay on the NRL app. Nice. Blackwell there. It, it is fucking Blackwell with the ref's fault front and centre. Full ref's fault and half of that cunt sign on the left. But it's straight out of Cogra. Ref's fault. fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fantastic. What else have we got here? We had uh, I Am A Warrior. Uh, formerly known as Warriors Suck Balls. I'll probably go back to that, though. I know it's a different kind of code, but in Hong Kong, um, in, in Hong Kong for the Cook Islands versus Hong Kong in Union. Oh, and it's 32 degrees. Oof. Crimea River, man. That's fucking summer for us, so... 
Yeah. It's fucking autumn for us. Yeah, you ain't special. Yeah. <laughs> Try 32 degrees with fucking 100% humidity. Yeah. Ives 81 said, okay, yeah, so summer holidays are here and the 2018 Twilgrimage kicks into full swing. First stop, Prince Edward Island. And what do you do there but eat a bucket of mussels, seafood chowder and a whole lobster? And so he's wearing his uh, wearing his undefeated shirt with a bib on there so he doesn't mess it up with the lobster. And then uh, not two days later, next stop, Nova Scotia in the Skyline Trail in Cape Breton Highlands National Park. Almost got blown off the cliff taking this photo, but the word has to be spread. So uh, Fantastic. Fucking tremendous work over there. That's great. Uh, just some general stuff. Uh, the, the guys at Sportscastle AU... Uh, Said, uh, are there any fans in Sydney keen on meeting up somewhere to watch Origin 3? Uh, he'll be in Sydney for work and staying close to Central. So uh, that's uh, Sportscastle AU on Twitter. So if you want to um, help out a, 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 a traveller and uh, have some beers, please do so. Mm. And uh, that's it. Full time full time for episode 295. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. We're also on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Um, hit the like button, share it around. Thank you very much to those who do so. iTunes, no new reviews this week, so take yourself to the iTunes section if you haven't already. iTunes, go to the podcast section, Sports and Rec, check out the What's Hot, you'll see our logo. Click that, choose a rating, leave a review. Thank you very much. Shout out to all our buddies, the Sports BF, Screen Machine Pod, uh, Super League Pod, and the Sports Castle guys. Tipping. I just thought there's a, a podcast, a little-known podcast. I want to give a shout-out. He's a big yes. This Week in League fan. Go. Uh, it's called Six Tackles with, with Gus. True. Um, he did put out there that he uh, reaffirmed our spot as the number one podcast. <laughs> By liking a tweet someone On said. Twitter. So, yeah, uh, so. <laughs> thanks to uh, Gus. I think that's your name. You're, we're, we're glad to have you on board, and we hope your podcast goes well. Tipping, punching prolapse are still in front. We've got one game to go in this tipping round that doesn't actually close until after the origin result. But uh, he's only leading by four now. He's been uh, he's one pegged back by Manola. Then we've got uh, a point back from... There's still four points in the lead, though. Uh, Robbo on 82. So he's uh, third. Alpha Ben RL uh, tied. One back to Frag Dog, Pele, Mitch, you're a cuck. Mario Siegs and one point back to Terry G. The is that one name, or is Mario Siegs is? It's it's kind of poetic the way it laid out, right? <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then we go back, and now tenth place, eighty points, rocketing to twenty one with seventy eight. Yours truly <laughs> is fucking on. The boil over's coming. Oh, God. It's coming, bitches. Uh, last man standing. Uh, you guys know if you're in or not. Apologies to... We haven't have fucking figured it out this week to see uh, who's left. But um, if you're still alive, get your tips in. I take it everyone was okay the way they got their tips in. Like, you know, DMs yeah. and that stuff was That's all fine. It. it all worked fine. Yeah. yeah okay, good. Uh, Supercoach. And I was, we had a, had a suggestion from um, Kim, I believe. And said, uh, you know, like to make it more exciting, you know, you talk about, you know, how many people are left. We'll always talk about how many people are, are left and stuff, but I don't, it just, it's just a bit, I don't know, in, you know, in joking and stuff. I mean, like, got to remember, not everyone who listens to the show is on Twitter. Not, not everyone follows along is, is on Twitter. Yeah. So calling out people's Twitter handles and stuff like that, I, don't, I just don't think it's. Yeah. Look, th- this really one will be over pretty well. The, yeah. And because we didn't have enough of a gap, like the last time between rounds, we had three weeks for yeah. people to get in and get ready. Yeah. This time we had one week. Yeah. So yeah. this one should hopefully be over a bit sooner. Yeah. Um, so get ready for the, the round after this one. Yep. 
Okay, uh, Supercoach. The cheap seats have taken the lead. We had a bit of a tank from old Sam Seals. Bought not bread second. Sam Seals back to third. Pineapples for the pokies. Captain Robo Cuck. Grey Ghost. The Pool of Death. Junior Mints. Meme Queens. And the Journeymen. Round out the top ten. Um, Where's Toto's Terrors? Toto's Terrors. Fucking never to be seen. Yep. Should never should never have changed themselves to Adam and Goat Face. They cursed themselves. Fucking you've merged. They gave, them, so they gave themselves the clap. That's it. So to speak. And uh, that's all we've got time for. I guess Origin. We, we didn't do a preview of the Origin because, I mean, fuck it, we nearly over by the time people listen to the show. But look, I, f- I fear Queensland, you know, an emotional Queensland Billy Slater final Origin match. Then I remember bullshit. what Billy Slater does when he captains a rugby league team. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be there. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll have the, the 2018 Restfault scarf in, uh, in attendance. Fantastic. With me, so. In uh, in the blatchy section as well, so usually there's some camera time. Damn straight, the blatchy. So if you see this, this sea of fucking blue with the wigs, and then hopefully the rest of the scarf will Green stand right out. Good yeah. stuff. <laughs> so that's the plan anyway. And so I'm uh, hoping to see a Blues win uh, tomorrow night. And uh, you know what? If it was one of those ones, I was saying to you before we started recording, like the one thing I want to see. Well, the first thing, Blues win. Yes. Second, a comfortable enough Blues win so it's not stressful down to the last minute. Yes. And thirdly, if it is in fact that comfortable, say they're leading with five minutes to go, they score a try and it puts them up 32 to 10 or something like that. Yep. I want to see a hand grenade. <laughs> <laughs> Who throws a hand grenade? I don't know. Look, I think, you know, Captain's Honour, I, would, you know, I think Boyd could, <laughs> if Boyd could throw, throw yep. the hand grenade. But you know what? There's some, you know, there's, there's some, yeah, Larry characters. Like, I think Tarek Sims would be fucking huge for throwing a yes. hand grenade. I think, uh, who else would be in there that would be, would be right up for it? Because um, there's a couple of, yeah, you guys, like, your Travoy bitches are too, like, they'd be like, nah, they're like too, too respectful. Yeah. I think, I, I don't think Teddy, Ado Car, I think he could throw a hand grenade. I think he'd be down with a hand grenade, although yeah. Bellamy would probably fucking beat him with fucking yeah, tube socks. Well, <laughs> the, you know, look, if we get hash, hashtag hand grenade <laughs> trending, <laughs> everyone. Yeah. But, uh, um, fuck it, Freddie run out in the field. <laughs> you throw it, Freddie. Gives a throwback, son. Fuck yeah. <laughs> the Go good the old blues. Days. The good old days. Go the blues. Um, and look, you know, I, I think I, I think the blues, they certainly have the more settled lineup. And you know what? I think they have the, the best lineup on the field that they've had in two games because they got rid of that absolute fucking dead weight liability prior and put in a contributing player in Tarek Sims. That's true. Mm. Tarek Sims could break his leg on his first fucking hit up. And do more. Still contribute more than Matt Pryor. Correct. So Blues stronger than the series closing outside. That so courageously closes it out. Set it up for next year, boys. Exactly. Run it out. Sweep, blue rinse, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Get it done. Just speculum. <laughs> See you next week. Later. <laughs> <laughs>